Welcome to Boating Insights. This is a podcast about achieving your boating dreams, brought to you by Above and Beyond Boating. We deliver the leading courses to skipper your own boat. Hi there, welcome back to Boating Insights. My name is Neil Driscoll. Today we're going to be looking at managing skill fade for navigation. And the reason I wanted to look at this one is that especially as we move into an environment where we're using electronics more and more, which is brilliant and lots of great options that come from that bit, just basic chart plotters and apps or proper electronic nautical charts. But either way, when you're using these, the core skills for plotting bearings, working out routes, accounting for tides, planning for the impact of wind against tide are still things which it's important to make sure that you're understanding the inputs and how you use these bits of knowledge so that you can obviously help keep yourself safe and also that you've got enough of an understanding of how everything's coming together even if you're relying on the computer if you like to give you all your answers that in the event of a systems failure that you've got enough seamanship and ability to keep yourself and everyone else on board safe. So we just want to look at some things that I I often find might be a victim of skill fade and make sure that you are on top of them. So 101, really basic one is, you know, there's lots of ways that you might be able to get latitude and longitude, but very easy to get out of the habit of being good at doing that. Uh, we find, especially if people are returning to NAV courses when they haven't done this for a while it's been a little a little while between having a go at this just a simple thing of you know plotting a position onto any kind of chart and it's quite easy to mistake the uh, minutes and degrees or be moving in the wrong direction or miscalculate the segments for if they're representing a mile or a decimal of a mile and so on or minutes so please make sure that you find a way that you can just have a go at doing that really simply. For example, you'll probably find if you've got some kind of almanac or cruising guide, they'll give you a list of lights, or I mean, there's obviously a formal Admiralty list of lights, but even if you're not carrying that, just if you've got some positions, have a look, whatever the chart tool you're using is, be it electronic, paper or both, have a go at locating this and seeing if you can find it. So that was one thing that I just wanted to highlight. The next is some of the functions that you might not use that often so for example a lot of people will use electronics to build routes which is great but within that also make sure that you're taking the time to plot out the route if you can onto some sort of paper backup so that you've got it laid out and that you know in the event of something going wrong you can find where you're going to be and that you can take bearings and locate yourself particularly looking at kind of coastal passages here rather than obviously just pottering around harbour with a line of sight navigation. There's also a few things that you, you might not be using. So maybe if you are using routes all the time and you're generally just kind of driving the boat towards the waypoint, that's great. But what about if you then had a look at the cross-track error uh, on a leg? So cross-track error is the sort of maximum perpendicular distance from the run line. So run line shows distance between two points. Cross-track error is essentially how far to the left or right of that line are you measured in nautical miles and you can actually set a cross track error alarm for example so 
you could be using cross-track error alarms and depth alarms just to help make sure that you're staying on course be it if you're on a motorboat and you're steering to keep the boat safe with the waves or sailing boat and you're not able to go directly upwind or downwind then you know these things can be really helpful to give you a, a good gauge of how you're going against the planned route how far away from the run line you're going and if you're comfortable with that uh, for avoiding navigational hazards and of course just to minimize the impact if the conditions change and you're a long way off of the run line and causing you to sort of have to travel a lot of extra miles and then the last thing that i just wanted to highlight for you is uh, probing in for some of the tidal info so for example you pretty much everything you're using these days you can look and get your tidal heights but rather than just looking and getting the tidal heights just take the time to then make sure that you're also using that information to work out okay what is going to be the minimum depth of water under the boat overnight or during this day for example or how what is the minimum depth i'm expecting to see when i come in here because i can see the tidal height i know what my draft is but you've still got a calculation there to work out what you're expecting the minimum depth to be uh, on an entry or an exit for example uh, to a port and then you can also within that put together a bit of a plan of what you'll do if you're not comfortable that the depth is what you want and whether it's turning around or turn to port or starboard etc so you still get the tidal height information from your electronics package but then make sure that you're just taking the time to do that calculation so if you needed it and it was quite a marginal depth to get into particularly a bolt hole in an emergency that these are not skills that have got really rusty and you can't remember how to do it anyway i hope that's helpful for you and just a few ideas to keep your skills up together thanks <laughs>